Hi, this is Taylor. And Cameron. And you're listening to the Black Maiden Debt Free Podcast. <laughs> At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's good, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Mary Death Free, and you are checking out our quick cast. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Quick Cast powered by Black Married and Debt Free. I am very happy to be here. I am very happy to be here. Welcome to today's show. We have a few things to talk about. Uh, but before we do, before we get into that, I'm going to ask you guys again. I'm going to keep asking until we until we see these reviews go up. Uh, if you have not already please do us a huge favor and leave a five-star review on whatever platform you're viewing this. Um, it does more than you know to help us become more visible on the algorithm. And we're just not asking you to just leave a review for nothing, right? If you do that, we want to give you a gift. We want to give you our Get Out of Debt and Start Building Wealth Masterclass completely free just for leaving us a five-star review and once you're done leaving the review on whatever platform you're listening to the pod, you're going to stroll on over to your email and email us at Black Married and Debt Free, or not Black Married and Debt Free, but Black Married Debt Free at gmail.com. And just let us know, hey, I left a five star review and we're going to reply with a link to our master class. So, y'all better come up here and get one of these. Y'all better come up here and get one of these. What's that? It's a chicken salad. It's a masterclass. Y'all better come up here and get one of these. All right, y'all. So we got a lot to talk about today. Um, I was at the gym earlier today, you know, get my workout on. And, you know, I frequent this gym quite often. So there's a gentleman there, uh, you know, kind of kind of like an OG. You know, he goes around. He daps people up at the gym. Cool, cool brother that I've seen for close to a couple years now. So we will dap up, you know, do the bra, do the bra head nod or whatever. Um, but we had never really talked. So I'm getting, you know, I'm doing crunches and he comes up as he's leaving and he's like, man, did you hear? And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, what's going on? What's going on? He said, you hear about the Supreme Court? And I'm like, I heard faintly some, something about it. But he's like, yeah, man, the affirmative action. They, they overturned it. And so, you know, he was just expressing how frustrating it is. You know, he, he's obviously an older gentleman. So I can feel that, you know, he's been through more uh, life experience than me. And he's just was very frustrated, you know. So 
after my work, I immediately come home and just kind of do a deep dive on everything. And, you know, what's interesting is you got the BET Awards. You know what I'm saying? You got on social media. All I'm seeing is the submersible. We talked about that last week. There's so much distractions and things on social media that you don't even when important news comes by, you're just like it's secondhand. It's like, oh, I didn't even know that was going on, you know. But anyway, the Supreme Court uh, guts affirmative action, essentially, in college admissions. Right. And so what I found interesting is that this is on a federal level, but there have already been many states that have done away with affirmative action uh, when in regards to college admissions. My state of California actually did it 25 years ago. But uh, affirmative action essentially opens up spots for minorities to to like level the playing field, right? So in regards to college admissions, most colleges will have a uh, you know GPA requirement, then they'll have a testing requirement. And what they were seeing before affirmative action was that folks of lesser uh, socioeconomic status weren't getting the skills needed to one have the GPA requirements and two pass these tests to get into these colleges. So it's like, man, we gotta we gotta figure something out because well, the way the metrics was and the numbers were shaping out is that Black, Native Americans, and Hispanics weren't being able to test into these colleges just because their socioeconomic upbringing you know didn't prepare them in the way that whites were prepared so when you get to the to the the big show and it's time to test and you look at the academic standards the black and brown folks weren't up to par and so they were seeing that in their numbers for like years and they's like man we got to do something about this because this doesn't look good so they brought in standards such as uh, affirmative action which is like okay we'll create a way that we can still get these folks in here because just because they're not able to test at this level or they don't have the GPA doesn't mean that they're dumb or you know are not good candidates it's just merely their upbringing and you know diff- different factors and so they said we still want to, these kids are these folks could still be quality students and so they build in a affirmative action to like help get more black and brown folks into college essentially well whenever you do that there's whenever you try to make something right there's always going to be folks that say well that's reverse racism or that's a re- well that's that's a reverse What's the word I'm looking for? That 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 advert adversely affects me now because now I can't get in because you filled up the slots that you set aside with affirmative action. Now I can't get in. In UC Davis, there's a gentleman who actually sued the the uh, school because he was a white gentleman that tested higher than the folks in the affirmative action tested but not as high as the folks who didn't qualify for the affirmative action and he wasn't able to get into the school so he sued the school he won and they let him in 
So that started to create this conversation of, well, we need to do away with affirmative action because now it's hurting folks. You're trying to help one group and you're hurting another. And so that the Supreme Court knocked it down today. And it's just, I don't know how to feel right now. Um, of course, anytime you're taking anything, I'm just going to keep it hunting with you. When you take anything away from black folks that has been put in place to help them, a hair stands up on the back of my neck. I get a little irritated by that. Before I even know the ins and outs of it, I'm like, I'm a little tight about it because we've had enough suffering in this country throughout history to where like, why are you taking things away that potentially can benefit my community? If it's call it selfish, I don't care. Call it what you want to call it. That's just how I feel when I initially hear these things, even hearing about the, the Florida with the, uh, wanting to ban certain books and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, if anything, you need a black history curriculum. You need a black history, uh, class you don't need to be taking away stuff you need to pour more into it because the way we were treated we need to be you know we need every advantage that you have we need backpack you see what i'm saying that's how that's how emotionally how i feel about it now when i tried to intellectualize it and take a more zoomed out look at it i'm like you know what man like uh, there were a a number of states that already did away with this and now that they're doing away with it federally yeah it's a much bigger deal but it's like we have already been operating without the affirmative action in many states in the united states anyway so it's just like man it's just it's just like it's no surprise being a black person in the United States when stuff like this happens. It's almost like you're numb. That's the word I'm looking for. It's like almost like I'm numb. Like Not that I don't care as much as the brother that came up to me in the gym, you know, the older gentleman, but it's just kind of like I'm numb to it. Like, what else are they going to do? What, what, what other thing are they going to take away? Like, in my lifetime, I'm sure there'll be more of this, these, the undoing of the civil rights movement. Right. Because it's so out of sight, out of mind that if you don't do your history and see what blacks fought for to get when you come on the scene later, you're like, hey, why do all these people get this? Because you don't know your history. So it's, it's easy for the Supreme Court in 2023 to undo what we fought for because they don't know the struggle. They don't care to know the struggle. It doesn't mean the same to them. Their grandparents did that. So they're like, yo, why is this? Why are these people getting special privileges? That's 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 not fair. It's not fair because they don't know the history. They don't live the history like we do on a daily basis. And so I believe we're going to see more stuff like this. Right. No, you know, taking it, the black history out of schools and undoing we're we're essentially going to be witnessing the undoing of the civil rights movement because it's their thought that hey man that's old news bro we're all good now we're square bro 
like 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 you you know I wasn't here for that. You know, that was my grabs my 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 ancestors did that, man, but but we're equal now. And we know that what let's say that the current power structure is you know, has a better heart than their ancestors, right? Their ancestors were was so strategic in the systems that they put in place to to negatively affect black and brown folks they were so skilled in putting in systems that even if the current powers that be are much less racist much less prejudiced much kinder of heart and they just want you know let's just start over the system is can't be undone right it's like they they created the system and poured concrete over it. And now the people in power now are like, hey, man, we got a clean slate, bro. Yes, it looks like a clean slate, but the system is underneath the concrete. You can't undo that. And that's why it's unfortunate. So that's my opinion on the affirmation, uh, the affirmation on the affirmative action ruling that came down today. I think it's sad. However, I'm numb and I do believe more of this will come. So we got to figure out how to move and how to navigate in this. I'm going to say this before we move on. Why do we have to put race on my application when I'm applying for a loan or when I'm applying for a job? Like, why do I have to do that then? Are we going to do away with that? Because I think those were negatively affecting black and brown folks, black folks. I'm going to just keep it, keep it, keep it like that. When you see uh, Marcus, Q-U-E-S, and you see Michael with the same, you know, same qualifications, same education. I wonder what I wonder who they're who they're going to give the job to. Right. And that has been our complaint for years. And so maybe with them doing away with. Uh, the affirmative action will stop having to put our race on applications because why do you want to know my race anyway? My thought is, is to use it against me, but that's just me. All right, y'all, we're going to move on to this last topic. Last week we talked about is the fed lying to us, right? They, they, they're trying to fudge the numbers and, you know, in an effort to do what they want to do with the interest rates or what they're pressured to do with the interest rates that, you know, that's a school of thought is that man, the fed just be lying. The, the federal reserve, the government at, at large, but specifically the federal reserve, they just be out here lying. We don't know what's true. We don't know where the numbers are. Well, fed chair, Jerome Powell, was asked a question today and in a rare moment of transparency, I think he kept it all the way a hundred with us. And what he tells us lets us know that we're going to be in some dark economic times for the next couple of years. Um, So we're going to talk about this. The slowdown in inflation so far can be attributed in the most part to energy prices retreating and supply chain kinks working themselves out. Inflation is staying too high, 
because companies can raise prices and workers can demand higher pay. Higher rates have barely touched the real economy and consumer prices yet. That's why Powell also said something that's even rarer among central bankers than admitting he's relying more on his judgment than his statistic models. So he says this, y'all. When asked when inflation will return to two to the two percent target, last week I told you we were at, we were at four percent based on the metrics they decided to use, and that was cause for optimism. Well, when asked when inflation will return to the two percent target that the Federal Reserve has, Powell straight up said. It won't happen before 2025. Oh, my God. Yes, you heard me correctly. He said it won't happen before 2025. Uh Oh, (laughs) so I think that's really telling, man, and really scary because uh, that makes it crystal clear that interest rates are going to stay higher for longer. They're going to they're not going to be pivoting anytime soon. And. It's just going to be bad, man. It's just going to be bad. And the Federal Reserve is fighting against the federal government that wants to make us think that everything is great. Right. It says President Joe Biden is racing to convince American voters that his economic policies are working, taking off on a cross country tour to promote his administration's economic accomplishments and highlight infrastructure spending initiatives. Pollings show a majority of Americans disapprove of Biden's handling of the economy. That's a whole nother discussion that we'll have on a later date. But it's showing that, like, man, people are going to start pushing this election BS, which are pretty much a rollout of just like um, things to make their voter base vote. So just take everything that's said in this in this election cycle with a grain of salt but yeah it's just frustrating because we haven't even we haven't even confirmed that we're in a recession like wall street's doing one thing my grocery store is doing another thing you know and so it's just like man we've never been in uh we haven't been in a situation like this in our lifetime um as far as millennials like in our adult life So it's just something to look at. But I think that's very telling because this guy holds the power. He has power independent of the federal government. Yes, they could pressure him. But at the end of the day, Jerome Powell has the power to do what he wants. And if he's saying we won't get to the target of 2% inflation until 2025, that means he's going to be. He's pretty much telling you it's a big undertaking and it's going to take a long time for us to get there. And you're not going to get there on accident. So be on the lookout, y'all. Be on the lookout. Keep your eye to the street. And if you hold fast to the principles that me and Shire uh, have been, you know, doing and sharing here on the podcast, limit expenses, pay down debt. uh, You know, that's really the foundation. And that's really how we're going to survive this thing. Invest when you can for when there's a rebound. But that's just right now. 
that those are foundational. Those are foundational to wealth building. You don't want to go into debt, right? You don't want to uh, go deeper into debt. If you've been on this debt free journey, you know, hold fast to this and you're going to, it's going to be really important that you do that in the coming months and years, you know? So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you did, like I said, on the front end, please leave us a five-star review. And I'm going to holler at y'all on the next episode. Peace.